I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Next is now. Big news today in local sports. BYU is joining the Big 12 Conference. There's also this uh, little detail over the weekend of uh, a little rivalry game coming up on Saturday night. And here to help us break all of this down, co-host of KSL's Unrivaled, Alex Keery. You can hear him and his uh, tag team partner <laughs> every night uh, here, Scott Mitchell uh, on KSL News Radio. Alex, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Boyd. It's, uh, this is one of the most insane days I've ever uh, worked in the world of sports here locally in Utah, so it's awesome. Yeah, so uh, not not surprising. We've we've known for a while that uh, BYU was on the list, but the, uh, right. the 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 formal invitation came from the Big Twelve today, and I, and I think we have a new definition for how long is a nanosecond, uh, which was how long it took BYU <laughs> to say yes <laughs> and get right. that press release out. Yeah, but tell us the details. Yeah, you know, there's that part. There's that part, too. It's like when you got married, the invitations were out, and the date was on there, and you knew you were going to be there. You were just really hoping that, like, you know, your fiancé was going to show up. And uh, But there's, that's exactly – I mean, in this case, what's changed over the last six years, Boyd, is that uh, the Big 12 wants BYU. It's not this one-way street that, you know, BYU really wants to be a part of this Power 5 program, and, you know, they might consider you, and then they'll reject you before you even start the process, which is what happened six years ago. Things have changed significantly, and BYU is in a much, uh, much better place. Uh, and the Big Twelve was in a little bit of a worse place with uh, Texas and Oklahoma lo- leaving. And so, there, I think about it too. And, and actually, I was talking to a colleague about this. I was talking to Mitch Harper about this. I, I said, "Do you think that if Zach Wilson has as big of a year as he did last year, doesn't have as big of a year as he did last year, if BYU doesn't go eleven and one, like it's not that the invite wouldn't come, but it certainly helps the national." buzz that BYU was on TV basically every week playing when other teams weren't around playing. And so, you know, there's the history that, that attracts the Big 12 to BYU, but there's that what have you done for me lately part two that BYU also filled in that gap. And Tom Holmo has gone from two or three years ago as the athletic director BYU of everyone going, is this all you got with the independence here, you know, and to winning the athletic director of the year last year and then basically being the de facto uh, athletic director of the century for BYU landing this big 12 deal now. Yeah, it is a uh, big deal. Give us some of the, the details just real quick in terms of how this actually play at, plays out, because this is not a uh, an immediate thing. You've obviously got Texas and Oklahoma who are leaving, but that's on a clock, uh, so then entry has a clock. Uh, get, just give us some timing. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think that what's still on the table is whether or not 2022 is going to be a possibility for, for football. Some of those contracts are already little close for comfort when it comes to being able to do it but uh the timing that the s so to, to leave the big 12 there's a certain amount you have to time you have to give if you're oklahoma or texas to go to the sec and then there's also a considerable amount of money you have to pay to be able to get out early uh before that time frame and so uh and it's not the one million dollars byu which is a bargain by the way to get out of the wcc uh contract i mean right. we were joking last night that that uh our boss nate dowdle and kevin larue could maybe uh 
uh, throw together some money and, and KSL could be the sponsor of the exit fee. I mean, that's how big of a deal it would be. I'd be like, hey, man, I'll throw some I'll throw some extra dollars in this pot because that's not a lot of money. Now, the SEC is going to be asking for a lot more money of a, of a buyout for them, uh, which Texas and Oklahoma would have. Absolutely. But it's about when they're going to. I don't know if it's going to be as early as next year. But every sport for BYU, of all the things you can be excited for, it, it's fun to think about, you know, always playing Baylor and Oklahoma State and Texas Tech and, and TCU, which is a great rivalry that's been in the past for BYU. And, and, uh, and it, it, I, just, I think about all those things. But honestly, Boyd, like I'm not even a huge college basketball fan compared to some of the other people I know. But imagine going to Kansas once a year. Yeah. Imagine Kansas coming to the Marriott Center once a year. And it, it just is it's, – it's electric to think of 20,000 people in the – you know, Kansas is going to walk into that arena and go – and they're going to be wowed. Yeah. It's a wow factor for people who haven't been around. That, that's one of the biggest programs in, in, in college, right? I mean, it's yeah. an impressive – BYU's impressive facilities were a massive part of this for the Big 12. As long – you know, the, the history is great. It, it, but BYU it, has had a, a massive history of, of being able to – to, to say, hey, and also, look, we got this massive arena, we got this massive stadium, they're automatically going to go into the Big 12 being contenders. Yeah, and uh, so powerful. I, I know there was probably a shout from the uh, eighth floor of our building about the uh, opportunity for <laughs> BYU to play Kansas in basketball, and uh, we'll leave that at yeah, that. Absolutely. And uh, real quickly, Alex, I got just a, a minute. Uh, is, is there a chance that tomorrow in the rivalry game, does the all of this uh, hoopla about the Big Twelve does that help the Cougars or do they get overhyped and then does uh, Utah sort of rain on their parade? Uh, what, is, what does it look like? Yeah. You got sixty seconds. Go. Look, right. The player, the players will act like we don't even pay attention to this. Kalani Kentucky will say, "Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not involved in any of that. You know, it's great, it's great, but we're going to do this." And the reality is, is they're focused a lot on this. It's more important, Boyd, for the fans. The game, the players are going to be ready for the game. But if you're a BYU fan, you have a built-in excuse if the loss happens the 10th in a row. You can just go, look, I'm actually more excited about the Big 12. I don't really care. So just pocket that one for an excuse, BYU fan, if you lose. (laughs) And if you win, it's maybe the biggest weekend in the history of BYU sports. Fantastic. Alex Carey, always breaking it down succinctly, powerfully. Got to all the right notes there. Uh, Appreciate it. Again, you can always listen to Alex Carey and Scott Mitchell on KSL's unrivaled every weekday here on KSL News Radio. Uh, all right, are you going to give me a score for the game? Oh, I'm uh, I'm going to do my usual thing here. I'm going to go... say Utah by five. You can't say that. No, fine. <laughs> you know I'm a, you know I'm a BYU grad. I can't I can't do that. So I'm going to go, and my kids are fans too now. So that's hard. So I will just put it on the record, and I'm going to say. 2823 BYU. 28-23. All right, you heard it here first. Thanks, Alex. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, KSL TV's Lori Pritchard is going to join us as we talk about a crucial conversation around suicide prevention. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. 
the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.